in the uh, five years is, well, the reason that I'm in a bloody hotel in the middle of Aberdeen in February. <laughs> it's, it's a job. So I've been now a consultant for the company that I work for for, see, it's bordering on seven years, possibly eight. Um, but in the last five years is when I feel that I, if I'd look, if I honestly think back to when I was recording the podcast, I did not feel like I belonged in the role that I was in. Honestly, if I'm being perfectly frank with myself, I was still in that stage of fake it till you make it. Um, however, over the last five years, I have very much, hopefully, uh, again, depends if any of my uh, employers are listening, and if you are, this is done outside my workhouse, so it's none of your concern. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't feel like I'm faking this job anymore. I feel like I I know what I'm talking about. I'm going in, I'm talking to our customers in a way that is helping them make decisions that can change people's lives. And I'm there going, yeah. So, yeah, five years ago, I'd be sat in that room thinking, I wish somebody else was making giving you this advice. And now I'm sat there going, no you want the advice that I'm giving you. It's it's really weird to feel like I've grown into the role and it's been a while since I've had that because obviously it doesn't happen to it. It doesn't happen all the time. You don't change jobs all the time. And yeah, I think it's I think this is the kind of job that I enjoy doing. It's maybe not as creative as it used to be uh, uh, Going back further than the five years, it's not as creative as back when I used to work uh, work in video games. But there's plenty of creative creative opportunities in the job that I do, and well, I just have to find creative avenues elsewhere, which is why um, YouTube became a thing. YouTube was a creative outlet to allow me to basically just dick around in my spare time uh, create some some completely unique stuff well it wasn't that unique it, it started off with me and Joe eating random shite from Japan and opening weird in fact it was munch boxes wasn't it Jesus Christ how many of them did we record oh god they're all offline now um, and they will be for a while they actually caused Joe some problems at work, so they had to go offline. Um, one of her kids discovered the YouTube channel. <laughs> and I'm not kid-friendly. But even aside from that, that led on to me uh, recording vlogs for a year. And even, actually for nearly a year and a half. And alongside that, starting up the toy YouTube channel, where I've discovered, rediscovered my love of Lego. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's weird to think that I now have. They are tiny YouTube channels. No fucker is watching my videos, but I don't care. I have a way to to be creative and express myself, and it's fun. And I never expected to go down that avenue. I never expected to even look at that kind of thing, but I did, 
and yeah if somebody had said that five years ago when I was closing the, down the podcast I would have laughed at them so I guess that the, the, the work topic neatly leads on to the other thing that I've done in the last five years that I don't think really did the same way before and it will be a changed thing going forward and that's travel so obviously the biggest bit of travel that I've done in the last five years is that we ended up spending a year living out in New Zealand um, we had a customer out there that had a go live that needed to happen so work shipped me out there and I spent a year living in New Zealand and what are you going to do when you're that side of the world? Thankfully, have a wife that will force you to go and travel and go and actually explore the you know, the wonder that is New Zealand. Uh, we saw almost everything there was to see on the North Island and a good chunk of what, what most people expect of the South Island. New Zealand as a thing, you've got to remember that they are two distinct islands. There's North Island and there's the South Island. Mm -hmm. And you know all the fancy pictures you see that everyone sells as New Zealand? That's all the South Island. All the wilderness, all the jungle, all the animals, they're down there. All the life and all the people are up in the north. So all the stuff that you see, this Maori and all that stuff, that's all up north. But that was the biggest thing. Uh, obviously, when you're that far down that side of the planet, well naturally we took the opportunity and did a stint out in Australia which was one of the best experiences that I've had um, taking the so what did we do it was a weird one so, so we basically took three weeks over Easter to check out as much of Australia as we could in one sitting so we flew into Brisbane because Joe had a friend there, so we went and saw them. Uh, while we were there, we nipped out to Australia Zoo, which is the zoo that's owned, owned by uh, Steve Irwin's family. Uh, checked that out. It was awesome. Um, then from there, we flew on up to Darwin, uh, up the north of the country, and checked out that for a while. Strangely enough and sadly enough, one of the best memories, one of the memories I have of there is riding an autonomous bus a driverless bus that was five years ago where are they they need to be everywhere um beyond that uh from from darwin we went into kakadu national park uh, which is an awesome national park uh, you should everyone should experience it from there flew down to uh to oh, I can't remember the name of the place, uh, Uluru. I can't remember the name of the city, the, the, the town that you fly into, but yeah, it, it's um, it's Uluru. We spent three days hiking and camping around uh, Uluru, uh, up a thing called Death Death Mountain or something like that. There was a there was a thing that she made me climb that has bloody defibrillators at the top of it, which is not good uh, when you've got back problems. Um, then from Uluru we went down to uh, Adelaide and then 
this this was the bit that was really fun was we hired a camper van from Adelaide and drove from Adelaide to Sydney via Melbourne along the coast stopping and camping wherever we wherever we wanted obviously on campsites because we're, we're, we were old we're old people we don't just stop at the side of the road we wanted places with uh, facilities um but yeah was awesome and then a few uh, a good stint in Sydney where we got to explore a lot of Sydney including seeing there was one memory of Sydney which is great and that was how excited Joe got to see one of the chefs from MasterChef Australia because that was our show at the time we loved that show and one of the guys had just opened his dessert restaurant so we went and checked that out but that was one bit of travel. Obviously, um, after we got back, that that had basically put a travel bug into us. So after that, the next big one would have been Japan. And this is one that had been on my to-do list for a very long time. Did a few weeks out in Japan, checked out a lot of stuff there. So I did a few days in Tokyo, uh, mixed between the uh, weeaboo uh, anime bullshit that I do, uh, that I like, and all the uh, historic, it, it's a weird city, it's a weird city is Tokyo, because you can turn a corner from Neon Central and immediately be in a shrine, and the city noise just vanishes, and you are in the most peaceful and tranquil, tranquil place, and it's madness, but it's beautiful. Uh, went out to see proper temples, went out to Nara to see the nodding deer, went out to, I can't remember the city that was in, but we went out to the Universal uh, Studios parks, so Universal Studios Japan, where we went on all the, we basically did a theme park day, and the good thing about Universal Japan is that all the stuff that they've got rid of at Universal America is still there in Universal Japan. So we got to see some really cool older rides that you wouldn't have seen in the American parks. Then from there, uh, back down, and before we flew back, so still plenty of exploring along the way in other little towns. Uh, went on the Studio Ghibli tour, so we toured around, saw a lot of stuff that was his inspiration for various things, like certain uh, bathhouses, tea rooms, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, on the way back, before we got on the flight, three days in Disneyland Tokyo, because, well, Joe wanted to go to Disneyland, and, well, I, could, I couldn't say no when we were that close to a Disneyland. And I'll admit, I, I kind of liked it. Disneyland isn't that bad a place. It's not something I'd go out my way to go to, but I did. It's something that I would do if I was nearby anyway. I wouldn't... I can't see myself ever wanting to make... To have a Disneyland holiday. But I'd never be opposed to a holiday that included Disneyland. If that makes sense. And then the next... The last big one was very recently. Just before... Just at the back end of the year. Went out to Costa Rica. Mostly that was a relaxing holiday, so it it was wasn't masses of exploring, but it was 
beautiful, beautiful country that we saw. And we did go on a bit of explore here and there. Um, obviously went on a bit of a guided tour, went around some nature parks, saw some incredible animals and saw sloths in the wild, which is just great. They are sleepy little buggers and I wish I could be them. And I was intending to keep this podcast, this waffle going. I was going to do, as well as the positives, the uh, some of the negatives, some of the bad things that happened in the last five years. But I think that's a topic for another podcast later on because some of it, it's not really airable just yet. Um, so I will, I'll just end it there and yeah look back over some of the some of the fun things I've done over the last five years the the interesting things that changed I did warn you in the original episode of this podcast that the waffles weren't always going to be good it was just me bored in a hotel room with my phone and um, yeah that's where we are now obviously I will come up with topics on my own, but I did set this podcast up with the idea that eventually people would send me in topics, and I know that one listener from last episode, Hello Dan, (laughs) did send me some to the email, and I will get to them. You're probably going to be the next episode, because I want to break this up before I do anything that's this waffly and fractured again. Um... But if you want to actually get involved and want to hear me talk about anything at all, you've got two real options to you. Uh, you have the ability to email me uh, at hotelwafflepodcast at gmail.com or if you go to anchor.fm forward slash hotelwafflepodcast, you can actually record messages for me and if you record a message I can actually pop that in the podcast and they actually respond to you which is, which sounds pretty cool but I don't think I'm going to get one of them for a long while um, other than that yeah I'm going to record the next episode tomorrow night but I'll probably put it out in a week's time that way I can build a stockpile of episodes while I'm in hotel rooms, which was the original plan. But with that, I'm going to end this podcast, and I will see you next time. Bye.